Hi, I'm Hillary Walsh, a serial entrepreneur, award-winning immigration lawyer, law professor, TEDx speaker, and raving Phoenix Suns fan. Over the past decade, I've helped thousands of immigrants live free in the United States. I'm talking work permits, social security numbers, green cards, their citizenship, VAWA, T-Visa, U-Visa, and lots of successful appeals. Here's the thing. Immigration law is super complicated and legal advice, well, it can be pretty expensive. So I created the Immigration Law Made Easy podcast to share my 10 plus years of experience with you for free. So if you're looking for tried and true, no BS, step-by-step strategies and tips on how to win your immigration case and live truly free in the United States, you're in the right place, my friend. Let's get started. I wish that immigration would come up with some different terms, but unfortunately, voluntary departure and voluntarily departing, they're like, they sound the same, but they're two extremely different things. So let's talk about what that is today in this short video. Voluntary departure is an immigration benefit. It's granted by an immigration judge. So when you're talking to a prospective client and it says, you know, have you ever been deported or had a voluntary departure? They might say, oh yeah, I have a, I voluntarily left. I totally can understand why they would say that and why we would think like, I get it. You left the country on your own. It was voluntary. Nobody told you you had to do it. The problem is, is if you were in immigration court proceedings, if you were in court and like seeing a judge or, or something like that, and the judge says, you know what? I see that you're a good person. You don't have criminal history. You need to leave the country. I'm going to have you, I'm going to grant you voluntary departure and you have to leave the country by such and such date in order for this to not be a removal order on your immigration history for the rest of all time. Because if someone gets deported, they eventually have to ask for a waiver or they have to wait a certain amount of time and then apply for a waiver in order to come back legally. But if you have a voluntary departure, if the judge says, you're a good person, off you go, uh, return to your home country by a certain date, and I'm not going to give you a removal order, that's a voluntary departure. And it doesn't have an immigration consequence. You won't have a removal order that you have to get a waiver for later on. So it's a really big benefit. It's it's an immigration gift, if you will, in, in a lot of situations to be able to get voluntary departure. The way you'll see this show up um, when you're talking to people is they'll say, oh, yeah, I was in court and the judge told me I needed to leave by a certain date. And you'll be like, "Okay, well, in your mind, you're like, was that a deportation order? You had to leave the country by a certain date because you were going to be deported or and, and they will have that when they're when they're ordered removed. Or was it was it you had a voluntary departure? And so you get their A number. If They have anything with their A number. You type it into the. Um, you you Google automated case information and you type their A number in and you'll see on the far right corner, there's like four quadrants, four squares. The one on the top right will tell you what the immigration judge did. The immigration judge ordered removal, um, granted voluntary departure, um, administrate, made an administrative decision Um, But if you see ordered removal, then you know that they didn't get voluntary departure. And if they have um, if they have uh, ordered removed, then you know that they um, that they did not have a voluntary departure. Now, sometimes at the border, this is especially when this gets a little complicated, 
is people can sign a voluntary return. And a lot of times people will think, oh, this is the same as a voluntary departure. But if we think about it in the sense of they haven't, the individual has not entered the country, so they can't be, they cannot depart, but they can return. That's how I, this is literally how I sort this out in my mind. I know I really wish they would come up with different terms. Um, So I'm sorry if you're learning all of this in a second language. Thank you. You're amazing. But a voluntary return just means that I'm, I was apprehended trying to cross the border. I was really close and now I'm just being returned voluntarily. Like you're, I'm going back um, and I'm not going to have, I might have signed something that says I won't return for a certain amount of time, but it also is not nearly as uh, big a deal as a deportation. If someone's given an expedited removal order at the border, that creates uh, another, another issue. A lot of times people will voluntarily leave. And we could call it departing because you're departing the country like an airplane. You're leaving the you're leaving the airport and going somewhere else. But voluntarily leaving is like I was here uh, and I just left. It's salir, right? So I left the country. Um, no one made me do it, but I left the country. That's kind of the three different ways that we would see voluntary departure used. So I'm going to summarize now to hopefully be able to help you. If they're at the border, they're not going to get a voluntary departure. They're either going to be they're going to be given an expedited removal order that says, and this is usually after 2005, that says you can't come back. We're being you're, we're ordering you removed. You didn't have permission to be here, and we apprehended you here, and now we're ordering you removed. Now you have this removal order on your history forever, and if you want to come back, you have to wait a certain amount of time, and you have to apply for a waiver, an I two one two waiver. Okay, that's. That's at the border. You can also sign something, though, that's called like a voluntary return. And it's basically like I I recognize I'm not supposed to be here and I'm I'm being returned and there's no immigration consequence there. It's kind of like um, like a traffic warning. Instead of getting a ticket by the police for speeding, you're getting a warning where they're like, don't do this again. And I'm making a record of this so that if you come back again, I'll know that you've been here before. That would be a voluntary return at the border. And then sometimes people are just caught and returned and they don't sign anything. They don't, they don't get fingerprinted. They literally are just like, dude, go back, lady, go back, like whatever. And nothing happens um, in terms of paperwork. We had one client, for example, who she was very, very, very pregnant. She was trying to cross into the U.S. so she could have her baby in the U.S. And she did it, by the way. She's so persistent. Um, And the Border Patrol kept stopping her. They were giving her water. They were like begging her to please not do this because they were so afraid for her safety. I would have been as well. They were not having her sign anything. They were just stopping her and then basically driving her back to the Mexican side of the border. And essentially like they knew that she was going to cross eventually and and get to the U S and she did. And now she's one of our VAWA clients. Okay. Um, So that's kind of one way that you'll see it. If someone's in the U S and they've had to go to immigration court, try to get their A number so we can look up what's happened. That will be very helpful for us as strategists to get their A number. And then, uh, you know, they'll either have a voluntary departure and we'll see that on the EOIR website, the automated case information uh, website, or it will say that they were ordered removed. Okay. So those are kind of the two different ways that you'll see voluntary return 
voluntary departure and then voluntary salir. Like I just left. Okay. Because if you get a voluntary departure from a judge and you don't leave by the due date, by the time frame that you're supposed to, you have a 10 year bar that can't be waived. So that's why like, it's really important to know what the difference is between these things. So to the best of our ability, we can, we can clarify on the intake. Thank you so much. My friend, I'm so glad you joined me today. If you have a friend or family member who may need some immigration law guidance or even just day-to-day encouragement, please send them a text or email or a DM on social media and say, hey, I think this podcast is going to help you. I sure wish someone had given me the tips I'm sharing here years and years ago when I was starting out as an immigration lawyer. Thank you so much for being here. I'll see you next week. Same time, same place. Adios.